yeah, it's 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 not about what you what tools you need or, or like having all the tools makes you an artist. It's like you make yourself an artist out of what you have around you. Like that's how you evolve. Because like the, the whole blank canvas thing, where it's like you have so much potential, it's just there's nothing to do because you can't figure it out. Hi and welcome back to Zonda Got Nothing podcast, the podcast you you love to listen to. Uh, oh dang it, <laughs> I hit my microphone. Anyways, Fully. this is Son That Got Nothing, guys. You know the drill. Uh, with a new guest, though, today. One that has never appeared before, which is very rare that I have new guests. But I've known this guy for a long time. Actually, I think it will be seven years almost. Yeah, it will be seven years in October. And uh, a former classmate slash creative mind-sharing person. I don't know what else to call you, but here is... Should I call your artist name or your real name? <laughs> <laughs> the artist formerly known as... No, you, um, you can call me Harrison. So say, say that in the podcast. <laughs> I'm going to just do that. So this is Harrison, guys. <laughs> it's like you introducing yourself. It's like, yeah, Harrison's fine. This is Harrison hey, Ford, guys. Harrison Ford yeah, here, can- guys. How was Star Wars? <laughs> Dude, I was uh, just got back from being chased by a giant boulder, man. It's crazy. <laughs> What you have And then been? I was in I was in Blade Runner. It's crazy, man. Haven't never have never seen that movie. It's quite boring actually. Ah, oh, of course. <laughs> Don't tell me you watched Blade Runner. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, it's a good movie though. <laughs> It is a good movie, yeah, man. You should check it out. I'm in it, so. <laughs> no, guys, this is not Harrison Ford. Obviously, I'm too cool for Harrison Ford, but that's why I got Harrison. I'm not going to mention your last name, but he's, as I said, a old classmate. We went to film school together. We kind of shared a lot of creative ideas together. We worked together, and... Well, it's actually been a long time that I haven't seen it, so I was like, you know what, might as well just bring you on the podcast because you have been, you know, going up with not only your film stuff and all your, like, digital editing and your motion graphics, but also, like, your musical career has been, like, you know, pretty cool. Like, I listen to your stuff, and it keeps reminding me of Vancouver, to be honest, like, Van City. <laughs> at all Sweet, time. It's thanks. crazy, yeah. So, yeah. Um, But, oh, before we start all of this, you can go ahead and introduce yourself and answer the very important question of your favorite ice cream flavor. That's kind of a thing we have on in, on this podcast. So the stage is yours. Well then, uh, yeah, my name is Harrison, as it's been said about a dozen times. Uh, I'm 24. I'm from Vancouver, and I'm like a video editor, artist extraordinaire. You know, I'm busy doing my thing, hustling, grinding, you know, just making ends meet and... Uh, living the life and my favorite ice cream flavor is probably gonna have to be vanilla wow like i know that extraordinary life but you know you keep your other places like down to earth like other other um what do you call it like deciding for vanilla ice cream after your extraordinary life tale is interesting it just shows like your character is very humble you know sometimes i mean and the reality also <laughs> is 
I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> oh, gosh. So you don't even eat ice cream. If I do, though, it's vanilla. So that's when you're like, you know, like that's the price I can take. It's vanilla ice cream, and I'm just going to fart my way through the day. I'm just like, you know what? No one's coming over. I'm going to get some Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> that's like that's like your, your, your um, you know, being a rebel at, in the evenings at home. Yeah, yeah. By day, I'm me. I'm Harrison. But by night, I'm also Harrison with lactose tolerance. <laughs> awesome. Uh, man, it has, it's been such a long time, actually. And uh, it's so sad that uh, we have to like hang out like this. Because obviously, as my millions and billions of listeners know, I live in Germany and Harrison is still residing in one of the best cities I've had the pleasure to live in, Vancouver, in ca Canada. And mm -hmm. um, so we are kind of doing this via Discord. Uh, still cool. I mean, obviously, it's awesome to kind of you know be able to to hang out like this. But it's just uh, unfortunate that we couldn't do that kind of when when I was back in Vancouver because <laughs> you were so busy and I was just no not not really. Well, yeah, and I mean, it's been crazy lately with, you know, I mean, of course, everything that's going on. It's like everything is done by Zoom and Discord and Skype or if Skype's still around, I don't even know. Yeah, like what is this even like Skype had like 10 years jumpstart, but then Zoom comes along. <laughs> Nobody talks about Skype, you know. I know, I saw this joke and it was like, you know, you're like, hey, did you know Skype blew? And they're like, what? Skype blew what? And you're like, Skype blew a 17 year lead <laughs> on Zoom. <laughs> Man, uh, do you know Hassan Minhaj? Uh, yeah, 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 online. Yeah, I've seen him. Yeah, like he has that show on um, Netflix, um, and it's about it's called uh, Patriot Act. Yes, and he actually yes. mentions that he's like, yeah, how how can how can Skype lose to a game they started ten years ago? Like, what is this Zoom thing? <laughs> I was like, That's what so happens, true. man. Yeah. When you're at the top, you get cocky and you're like, ah, man, this is great. And then, boom, Zoom. And Teams even. Well, actually, Teams, wasn't Skype owned by Microsoft and then Microsoft makes Teams? Like, isn't that like... Yes, yeah. So there was <laughs> Skype and then they were like, oh, Microsoft's like, yeah, we'll take that. And then they made it suck. And then they, the Teams showed up, which is basically just Zoom with uh, Windows 10 skin on it. <laughs> and it's like kind of cool. I don't know. I used it once because it was like proprietary for a work interview and it was like, whatever. But I don't know, man. I feel like Discord's kind of the king, you know, even though Microsoft's going to buy them too for like 10 billion. Really? Is that the case? They're looking to buy it. Yeah. So get ready to find a new one oh <laughs> to find a new thing God. to chat on because it's going to start sucking. <laughs> Jesus, and they're gonna like probably implement it with like all these Microsoft stuff, like on Xboxes and you know all of these. Yeah, your and, your and, Windows and, game bar and oh your avatar, and, you know. Jesus, that sucks. Cortana's gonna be part of it. Like, <laughs> hey, Cortana, call Ilker. <laughs> oh man, well, I mean, it's I mean, obviously we have chatted kind of uh, before we recorded. So, like, we kind of caught up on, like, a few things. But I just wanted to see, I mean, this podcast about new friends hanging out. So, that's what we're going to do. Just hang out. And yeah. see how life is going for you right now. I mean, obviously, pandemic and all of this, and you know, and, like, you know, restrictions. Even though I heard Canada has not that many restrictions. 
um, as if they they don't have the pandemic. I heard, but you know, but it, other than <laughs> With, that, yeah. how's life? Uh, other than the pandemic, I mean, <laughs> it's actually quite a bit different. Um, it's been crazy, man. Like the year this past year kind of felt like it didn't exist. It just kind of feels like what 2020 is now. Like, I don't know. There's, it's been like a lapse where it's like the days are slow, but like the year is fast. So it's like, you know, I don't know. It doesn't feel like 2021. Yeah, it's but, been a year now uh, that, that we have had that the HWO. No, wait, not HWO. WHO has called this a pandemic. That's crazy. Yeah, it's been nuts. And what was weird was like a couple of weeks ago when you and I were chatting about doing the podcast, I listened to some of your older ones and, uh, I forget who it was, but there was your other friend from Vancouver talking about um, the the pandemic and it was like in like May or something of last year. And he's like, yeah, it's really nice to see, like, we're almost out of it. And I was like, oh, you naive child. <laughs> yeah, if he only knew. <laughs> yeah, it's oh like, man, God. that was such a similar time when we were all like, hey, we might have to work from home for a couple of weeks. And, you know, now yeah, we're all just like, weeks, like, dude, I don't want to go back to the office, man. I don't want to see people. Are you one of these people that, you know, like to be in a home office or like, you know, have those like social distancing stuff? Yeah, I think I got really used to it because like my line of work and basically as a creator, I'm always at home anyway. Like, I mean, sometimes I'll go to a studio or whatever in the past, but now with it being all at home, it's like all my gear is here. Like I'm always, I got my music stuff. I got my art stuff. So I'm like used to it. And now it's just like every day is I'm at home. And uh, everybody's coming to me through like an email or I'm chatting to them through, again, like we were talking about Skype or Zoom or something, uh, but not Skype because Skype sucks. <laughs> and uh, it's just like all this stuff is just like digital. So, you know, you don't really see people, right? It's kind of crazy. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I mean, obviously, like I go to office to work um, because, I don't know, work requires me, even though I could technically work from home. It's just um, my position is is not really because i'm not well i'm full-time but i'm also an apprentice so that's why Ooh. i i don't get the rights of a full-time but i get all the downsides of it like overtime and all of this <laughs> you don't get all the upsides you just get the downsides yeah, exactly and then you know <laughs> life comes and it's like no fuck you <laughs> basically cool then, yeah that's they say that in the job interview like yeah basically there's so many non-benefits to this gig man you're gonna be here all the time you're not gonna be making money you're just gonna be hanging out wishing you were at home <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's not actually i i'm i'm not really that upset because i do like to have to go out you know because if oh yeah i like staying home i mean obviously i like it but at some point it's just it just gets really training it but like being able to go out and just you know walking to work or like you know taking the car and then going i usually park a little further away from the office so i walk uh the last couple of meters uh, to the office i actually enjoy that because um you know you get to see you get to breathe some air you know and actually like hang out well not hang out but like see people walk by and stuff yeah trying to yeah, avoid you I agree because they're scared <laughs> getting the virus <laughs> yeah leave six feet and two inches for jesus <laughs> that's not far enough for you know never mind anyway so <laughs> but um actually there was this one old lady where i was crossing a bridge and and she was walking like past me and i was walking past her basically and 
she was like very scared uh, to walk too close to me. So she was like like pressed to the railing of the bridge, almost about to jump. Like honestly, I was like chill, like chill. Like I was about to go oh on the road, God. so she doesn't like you know <laughs> squeeze herself into the railing. Were you like coughing up a lung or something? And no, like, I, I was like, not doing anything. I was just walking. That's that's literally that's all I was doing. Just like passing maybe, her. Maybe she was protecting you. Maybe she had the Rona and she was like, uh-uh. And this guy, he seems like home. a good guy. Should have been at home, man. What if she lives there, dude? What if that's what if that bridge is her only home, man? Now that you mean yeah. She didn't look like she lived on a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> she lives in a fancy bridge, all right? She lives yeah. upscale bridge. Yeah. You know, Golden Gate Bridge? She said, I own that bitch. You yeah. Know? Golden Gate? Come on, dude. Think higher, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Has that has that pandemic, like, you know, you said being at home and stuff, like, is this any, has it, like, helped you creatively? I mean, obviously, you also kind of said, like, yeah, it's actually cool to also go out. I don't know how much of honesty was in that, that you know, I don't mind staying at home all day. um no i don't mind it because like i got my own routine and stuff right but um i do like you like you said you know going out is cool um and the restrictions here are different so you know you can you can meet with people like up to like 10 people outside so if i knew like nine more people that would be awesome but i don't really know that many people so that's never gonna happen um but i have seen some people in real person and i've had a conversation with them and it's like oh man, I have to pay attention to you. Like, this is weird. I got to look at you in the eye now. I can't just be on my phone. <laughs> this is this like, sucks. I can't mute my mic and then unmute and say, yep, sounds good. And then mute again, you know. <laughs> or like forget to like switch off your camera and get up and you're all in underwear or naked, like, but only yeah. if I was like dressed. Well, luckily I remember to do that before I leave the house. You know, it's like that that pocket oh. check where it's like phone, <laughs> keys, wallet, underwear, Wait a minute. pants. <laughs> yeah, hang on a second. <laughs> Like imagine but, like you're you're in, you're in the you're in the train and someone's like talking to you and it's like oh man I really have to like now like have eye contact with this person like really yeah well and it's like also you you really pay attention to people's eyes like because the mask you know like yeah. <laughs> it's 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 you know covering everything right so when you're like you know showing courtesy <laughs> I've done I've like mastered the trick of like looking like I'm smiling where you just like squint your eyes but you're not actually smiling you're just squinting. So it's like, oh, thank you. And, you know, they take your mask off. You're just straight face, like yeah. face guy, you know. <laughs> it's like looking in the sun, right? When yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but what would you ask? Oh, so, yeah, working, like being at home and stuff is cool. Like I said, going out is like a, a nice breath of fresh air. Like literally, it's like, oh, you get to see people. But I'm totally used to it. Like it's, you know, I, I, <laughs> I've become a bit of like a Luddite, like a, I'm reclusive inside and I'm just doing my own thing like all day, but it does drain on you creatively because there's only so much you can do from like the four walls that you live in. Like you need to get inspiration and, you know, the moment you start having crazy dreams at night because your brain's out of stuff to come up with, it's like, yeah, you got to get some more creative juices going. You got to get outside. You got to do something, you know? Do you think like you get like, uh, what do you call it? Um, Cabin fever? Uh, yeah, definitely some cabin fever. Like, it's such a weird thing because it's like I'm always wanting to go out and like get get away from like the computer or like the iPad or whatever from like just being creative. But, but if I'm going out, everything like, creative you do is on a computer <laughs> all the time. I'm like, dude, I should do something else. So then I just open up like Photoshop <laughs> as opposed to Illustrator, and it's like, whoa, this is insane. This is awesome. 
but you know it's like important to pick up some other things like before you know the the big old c word hit uh there was like there was some activities i did in public which was cool like i like that and now that they're gone i totally notice it but you know like i do more things now like i'll do skateboarding or like i'll try drawing and you know stuff i used to do as a kid because it's like that's what i'm into and yeah, what I found with like being in locked up is how little I was playing video games. And uh, when I started to like be at home, I actually got really into video games again. Like I started picking them up and like the creative juices came to me from that, which was actually awesome. I forgot how awesome video games are. Yeah, man. What was the last game you played then? Uh, the last game I fully played was probably Resident Evil 3. Oh, okay. I thought yeah, it might that was something a short I one, played, though. but... Yeah. Um, how should I play? Well, like I play like sandbox games and stuff, but uh, nice. like with my friends, like when I'm when I'm at home and I got like people on Discord, usually I'm like playing Rocket League or something. I play that all the time. Yeah, Rocket League is awesome. I used to play it on the PS4. It's so fun. Yeah. It's also like there's like this weird dichotomy where uh, I only want to play a game if it's casual, so I can make it competitive and then get mad at it. And that's Rocket League, basically. Yeah, it, it's like, oh, it's a chill game. You play soccer with your friends, and it's like, oh, like you bitch, I'm, ugh, you know, just angry all the time. Yeah, it's like, hey, man, how is he doing this bicycle kick? It's a fucking car. Yeah, what do you, what do you, goalie? Hello, like, ugh, what a save! Come on, man. Ugh, quit, you know. man, you're supposed to be a goalie. Like, man, like everyone is just driving around, man. Just take a chill pill. Take a chill pill. Yeah, and take a chill just pill. Take a chill pill. Come on, man. You want me to relax? You want me to relax, dude? I'm gonna relax. I'm relaxed, dude. I'm calm, okay? And then you just go and play something even worse, like Counter Strike. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, I mean, I just I felt like so fired up on like creative stuff after like playing games. Like this sounds silly, but like I'd hop into like Forza Horizon. I'd like go for a drive out in the countryside and be like, yeah, clear my mind, you know? <laughs> sounds like you're actually going on a real drive then. <laughs> Yeah, I, like my, you know, my my custom little garage. Like I got my old beater, my old BMW M1, and it's like not a beater at all. It's like perfect. All the, it's like max performance parts, all that. But I'm like, yeah, you know, digging it out of the garage. Oh my god! I look back in my desk chair when I reverse, and you know, making sure there's nobody behind me. And... It's like so make it sound like it's so cool. Like you can make it sound like a real life thing, but actually it's just a game. Yeah, it's just, you know, you gotta you gotta make stuff fun while you're while you're locked up. Otherwise you're gonna go crazy. And I think uh I'm very close to that point. It's awesome, man. Well, I I don't know, I, I couldn't like every I don't know, I have this um tendency to reminisce on the past a lot and when we last time we chatted, like we kind of dug dug up some old old uh memories. And I, I I remember actually um the time we played GTA five on the PS3. And PS3 baby. <laughs> and like all the like the measures we took to actually be able to play it that night. Like we had to like kind of not break in, but like well, it was pretty late. And I, I we walked into my homestay family's house and like picked up my PS3, left again, locked the door like as if nothing happened. <laughs> like Everyone was sleeping, and I was still up, just trying to get a video, a gaming console and stuff. It was pretty fun. That was, like, when we were um, hanging out at the student dorms, and exactly. uh, we were up, like, super late. And it was, like, I don't know. It, it felt like it was just one of those nights where there was just 
like endless time. It was like, no matter what time you look at the clock, it's like the same time. It's exactly. like, oh, it's 11, it's 11, it's 11. You, it's a, some, like for New Year's Eve, actually, the last year, when my friend and I, we, we kind of had a small uh, LAN party. Like he came, he brought his desktop computer and, and we sat next to each other, like, because I have two screens. So he used one of mine and uh, we were video gaming. Um, we played Borderlands 3 throughout the night, nice. basically. Like uh, we started... December 30th then 31st he was still here and then the 1st of January as well like we had like two nights where we were just like playing video games here and <laughs> those two days it felt like being like 14 again so now for people that are listening like the the one experience I also had with um, Harrison playing GTA that like through the night that was basically the same thing where like everything was just like back when you were young you know, like hanging out with friends and just playing video games throughout the night and had no worries, nothing. But now today it's so hard to get back to that, in my opinion. It's just, it's just really hard like, to find that moment. And this uh, New Year's Eve, it kind of was there. But yeah, I don't know how... how it's I'm nice. Going. Yeah. Yeah, we don't really have that anymore. I mean, well, I mean, you can have like long, like, you know, discord chats and like you can play games online and stuff like um, there's this game i was playing with my friends called parkitect where you ba- it's like roller coaster tycoon you know like you like build like a theme park and all that you know that game yeah no i have next um game. it's it's like um it's like one of those like sim city type things where you can oh, okay. like build up okay. and you just expand it's like but it's for like amusement parks so you can put in like a roller coaster tycoon like, no yeah it's like that but it's like a new one. Oh, okay so it's it's just like that it looks like looks the same it's just like better graphics uh so but it's like, the same like angle. hey man you know what i have an idea we could make a game <laughs> where you make like a, a theme park that's real to cause tycoon no 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 like a new <laughs> new game <laughs> no dude different name different oh name. Wow. okay so how do we call it now <laughs> tycoon roller coaster yes <laughs> But yeah, it's like, that's it, man, you know, and um, that stuff is, is so important, like just hanging out with your friends and like, uh, like bonding over like a game, it, it, that stuff is like, uh, is dope. Like I miss like multiplayer games, like split screen, you know, like friends yeah. come over, like you bring the PS3 or whatever, yeah. the PS2, even if you go back that far um, and you just chill, like, you yeah. know, you got some snacks, whatever, like you don't got to do homework until like nine, yeah. you're just hanging out. Yeah, I think us gamers, <clears throat> like, we were made for pandemics and for lockdowns because we can just stay home and do whatever we want. But, like, I think one thing that is our crypto is, like, that not having a, like, get together with friends on playing in the same room together. I think, like, one thing I realized, you know, obviously I play games and I can also play online and I don't actually have to see my friends. But being together and having LAN parties or, like, you know, game nights like that, I realized how fun they were now that we can't have them like for nothing like not even board game nights and stuff like that yeah no kidding man like it, it's it's like the you know you, you take for you take it for granted right you don't know what you have until you don't have it like until it's gone it's yeah. there's just like it, it's it seems so boring in the moment it's like if i could go back in time and i was smarter i'd be like dude say yes to playing monopoly you're gonna hate it but you're also gonna love it because you're not gonna play it again for like another two years is it is it like is it like uh like your movie choices like the games you choose are already like bad rated <laughs> you play them and then you're like yeah well that's a, that's not a cool game yeah it's like oh does it suck yeah let's see it 
it's like people are just like, yo, man, it's an awesome game, and you're like, and you're like you you choose to play that one game, which is like I don't know, like the second part or something that is not as good as the one they were talking about, but you couldn't get your hands on like the one they talked about. All the time, though, like with even with movies, like we were we were talking, like I've I pretty much see like the polar opposite of like what most moviegoers watch. It's like I'll see everything on the outside. If there's like a big blockbuster in the movies, I will like not see it. And then like five years later, I'll watch it. And I'm like, that was OK. Like, I think last year I just watched like Deadpool and I was like, nah, that was all right. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously Deadpool doesn't try to is not trying to be like a, a amazing movie. It's just, you know, kind of slapstick fun i guess oh yeah it is it's very slapstick <laughs> or, or like, oh yeah oh yeah which one did you watch the first one or the second one uh the first one okay well yeah, yeah. i didn't make it to the second one the first one i thought it was going to be like a serious like whoa ryan reynolds face got melted off that's crazy but it was like a couple seconds and then the rest of it was just like he's hilarious on the vancouver viaduct you know, killing dudes. And it was like, that's funny. But then I was very quickly out of interest because, because it's just, you know, it's just, I, I, I like to watch bad movies. Apparently that movie's a good movie. So. <laughs> so what's your favorite movie then in that case? Oh no. Um, probably the room. <laughs> Where we watched that one together. Uh, yeah, we did. Yeah, we, we did, even man. recorded our reactions. Oh my god, we got the GoPro out for it too. I remember that. Yeah, yeah we, we, were, we were at Callum's place Callum's, and we watched it. Yeah, and we then had, Callum's it was GoPro like recorded and, our. Yeah. Oh my god. Yes, dude. I remember we were just quoting, like, oh, hi, Mark, like all yeah. the time. And then we were laughing at, yeah. like, the faces. Yeah, Jesus, what the heck? Why is this like that? <laughs> yeah, it was so funny, man. We were, like, such, like, film connoisseurs back when we were, like, in film school. We we're like, oh, this pan was weird. Oh, that's yeah. a color choice. And now it's just like, eh, if it looks good, it looks good. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly, honestly, working in my film production, you know, like, there's, like, always, like, these minor things. I'm just like, bro, like, just just, just, just press record, man. Like, let's see what, what it looks like. Maybe it turns out good. Like, oh, look at this. It looks nice. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's like, I remember, like, one thing I've definitely shed is, like, how much I care how, like, straight the horizon line is on a shot. I used to be like, oh, man, get the grid out, you know, like, make sure, like, the grass is, like, lined up, like, totally straight across the whole frame. And now it's like, yeah, it, shoot, just record, just let's, let's go, we're burning time. Really, I, I never really realized that you were, like, kind of that anal about the uh, horizon. <laughs> Dude, oh, man, well, living with Colin, like, my roommate and, like, our, our also um, cohort at school. Yeah. he you know he was the shooter right he was always filming his stuff so i was paying attention to what he was doing and he was always paying attention to stuff like that and then me with my creative brain i was like oh yeah that'll line up nice on the editor yeah that'll look really straight that's awesome <laughs> and then we shoot it and it's like oh that was actually really bad <laughs> we spent so much time with the background we didn't pay attention to the foreground and that's yeah. a metaphor for life that's true you're like end up in the editing room and you're not using that shot anyway yeah, it's like, ah, it sucked. There's just like a total crooked one that had like the best performance. Like, yes. And then, you know, whatever. You fix it and, and post it. so you do. true. Like, I also realized, like, I don't know, like sometimes I look at like videos and analy analysis or like even color palettes and I'm just like, 
Like I just saw on Cinema Magic on Instagram, was like color palettes of this movie, and then you see the color palettes. I'm like, like Jesus, are they going like that deep? Like the lights look this way, the, that looks that way. Like is it really like from get, from the get go? Like do they come like com like do they uh, what do you call it composite it that way? Like you know make it look that way and then record it. Then I don't think about the color palette in my movies. I just want to shoot the emotional scene and get it over with. Like just you know, tell that story in in in, in like acting and stuff like that. I think, you know, those people who make those like Instagram posts, you know, of like swatches and like how you get the look, I'm pretty sure they have a too much time on their hands and B no real world experience because no one pays that much attention to anything on set. Like when you're really like in the heat of it, that stuff's been planned out. Like, you know, okay, the character's green, the background's blue. They're not like, Oh, he's got like a little bit of Brown here and he's got some dark blue under his nose. Like that's so smart. It's like, no, you figure it out along the way. It's like, there's no way everybody's got that much time. Right. That's true, man. Like I also think the best things happen when you're like, kind of let it happen. Yeah, absolutely. Like you can't plan stuff, you know, you can just like plan if it goes South, like, You set yourself up for disappointment if you plan for something to be like perfect because it'll mm -hmm. never be perfect. You yeah. just gotta run with it. That's so true. Like I think one thing that I learned over the time, because like, I'm mean, obviously I'm no way a like you know renowned uh, director or like screenwriter or whatever, but I I have ideas and I would like the first thing I would like to do is just like you know film them and then edit them and then get them out there. And, like, the rest, I would, like, the rest comes with it, like, whatever, like, after that, you know, like, because if I just keep paying attention to, like, you know, wanting it to look nice and sick and, you know, like, yeah, that's, that's, you know, an Oscar movie and stuff like that, then I'm never really are, like, I will never be able to uh, tell the story I wanted to tell, you know. It's about the story, right? It's it's the story. It's not how the shots look. Like that's why some like amateur movies are always like so good because yeah. it's like they don't they don't have the budget for the cool stuff. Like um, you know, like remember like that movie Cloverfield where it was like all like run and gun, like super handheld and yeah, um, or even like um, uh, 28 Days Later, like the zombie movie. Yeah, um, they shot that thing on like a little like JVC camcorder. And I remember as a kid, I was like, oh man, I love this movie. I want to get the Blu-ray. The Blu-ray is like exactly the same as the DVD because the quality was only as good as DVD. So like the Blu-ray version is just bigger. Like it's only like a little sharper, but it's the, still like interlaced. The sound effects are like, like, are like, are like <clears throat> super Dolby surround and stuff. Yeah. And then it's on like mom's hand, handheld camera, like, okay, action and, ugh, you know, crazy zombie shit. But it's like on screen, it's all right? total like, budget. That's what I think too. Like an artist is only as, as, talent as his like an artist is not defined by by his tools right it's just you you do it if you if you want to do it right um, yeah it's, like, it's 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 not about what you what tools you need or or like having all the tools makes you an artist it's like you make yourself an artist out of what you have around you like that's how you evolve because like the, the whole blank canvas thing where it's like you have so much potential that's just there's nothing to do because you can't figure it out it's like being put into a corner It, you, you can grow and like become a real artist because you're limited and, and you decide which way you grow because it's much more easy to see the path yeah that's so true man like i wondered are you still like into like uh writing scripts and stuff because i remember in school you were also like 
really into like telling stories and stuff like that or are you more like on the just putting the puzzle pieces together i mean obviously that's also uh, a way of telling the story you know but like um i'm more like are you also like part of a pre-production rather than post i would say probably pre and post production kind of guy um i like to direct stuff but it wears me out because i'm like introverted in that regard like i hate telling people what to do and <laughs> i'm always like trying to be very polite you know someone will do like a really bad a really bad job and i'm like oh that was so close but it's like so far away and i gotta be like a director about it and i'm like oh, i don't have the energy so uh yeah i like to write stuff but i usually prefer to be on the other end like the 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 other side where like the idea was already made and then someone comes to me with their vision and they're like dude we want to make this unicorn and i'm like okay I got the show horn. me the unicorn yeah yeah they're like show me the horn or, give, or, me the, like, give me give me the horse but like, we have this horse and we have a party hat and i'm like i think i could put those two together <laughs> so you're just like doing the labor of putting a party hat on the horse <laughs> Yeah, That's they're like, like, I think we got this. And I'm like, yeah, this is it. This is what you wanted. This is your unicorn. And they're like, ah, cool. Bro, I actually, you know, I thought of, um, it, this is, this will sound funny now, because, uh, you know, there's this one thing in my mind. I was like, you know, I could do a stand-up comedy, you know? <laughs> yeah, and, like a, like, um, like improv or like a comedian, like uh, up on stage type of thing. Up on stage, you know, like a comedian, you Ooh. know, talk to the crowd and yeah, yeah, yeah. laugh about my miseries and stuff. Yes, <laughs> like, as all comedians do. <laughs> exactly. You know, my life is shit. Might as well just, you know, make the best out of it. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I think uh, we knew somebody who did that once. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I never saw him on stage, to be honest, but I, I was always, honestly, I was respecting him because he had balls to do it, you know? So, oh, Yeah. Last year, I was like, you know what? I'm so going to go on stage and I'm going to do an open mic. And there's like in Frankfurt, in the city, there's like this one comedy club. It's also English. And then people just go out and test their jokes on on, on an open mic, which you get like three minutes. And I'm like, I, I don't know. Like a lot of people tell me that I could be a comedian because I you know, tell random stuff. And like people think it's like. You know, that never happened, but it actually happened. You know, like I was stood up on a date until 1 a.m. in the morning and I had to cap home because she didn't show up. But but she told me she would show up, you know, things like that. And Wait, is that a real thing? <laughs> yeah, that's a real thing. <laughs> it happened to that's me. A, dude, <laughs> uh, you can't just drop something like that in a conversation. <laughs> that's that's, that's insane. I'll get to the details of the story. But so I was actually about to like, I, I got my position and stuff. Everything was last year. And everyone was like, yeah, okay, so Ilker, you, you got an open mic position in uh, no, three minutes from 8.30. They, they said three minutes, but they said from 8 to 8.30. I'm like, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> why, why three minutes, but I should have a half an hour slot? Um, and it wasn't like that. They told me to come at 8, and then they will just like you know call you on stage. And I was so ready. I even wrote down my, my, my bit and everything. I can read that out to you too. Maybe I should do that because this podcast is for stuff like this anyway. Um, but you know, then Rona came around and <laughs> I realized that mm -hmm. the world didn't want to hear my jokes. <laughs> I didn't even, I didn't even get, no, you got to rephrase it, man. The world wasn't ready. <laughs> they need like a year and a half to prepare for the Ilker. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know, like 
the the point of me telling the story is like also like trying to test yourself in other creative areas, you know, like not to think, man, like I'm not gonna be like I don't know. Um, of course, like C.K. Lewis is like one of the one of the greatest one of the big uh, stand-up comedians, but I'm not a huge fan of his. I like Nate Bargatze more. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you know Nate Bargatze. No, I don't know that name no. off the top of my head. Honestly, um, he has two shows on Netflix. Just watch them. I'm pretty. Sh- I, I have the feeling you will, you will, you will enjoy it because um, he has this way of telling a joke, very dry, and like very like calm, and it doesn't it it doesn't even sound like a joke, but it's so random. Like, you, yeah, like he drops messages. Like you're like what? No way. Like you know, like things like that. Um, nice. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you my uh, later. I'll send you a bit, and and you can tell me how you like it. But yeah, so that's why. Yeah, I like and the, no, go ahead. Go on. No, you go, please. <sighs> um, <laughs> did you actually end up doing your stand-up? No, uh, I stood up, but uh, I couldn't go to the comedy place. Damn. Okay, so we're doing a, a, a stand-up special on the podcast next week. Everybody, get ready. <laughs> I mean, um, I I could read you what I wrote down for this open mic thing. Wow, it's very long too, and I should I was supposed to recite this in three minutes. <laughs> if what? you can't write it on your hand, man, then I don't know. That's the thing, because uh, I'm funny when I tell jokes, and everything I say is usually on the moment, you know. But because it was like they said three minutes. Uh, and then I was like, man, I cannot just keep on talking because I need to have an end, a beginning, a middle, and an end. Yeah, like all like the good jokes aren't <laughs> the punchline. It's the way to the punchline that makes it funny, right? And that's where the creativity comes in. I was so happy and excited. And I wrote this down. It's, it's actually really cool. And But then, you know, while I was writing it down, I started like trying to remember what I wrote down to be able to recite it, you know? And then that took out <laughs> the flow, like the, the whole like what i love about like you know movies and and also like the podcast like this is like the conversation just carries itself because i want it so as natural as possible obviously if movies not as natural because it's written as a script but when i'm on the set and then we have planned a few shots but then the rest is open to the public so like what do you think cameraman what do you think uh script supervisor or actor like how can we like can we work together to make this a cool thing and not only like Mm -hmm. just you know check off a box and say okay this is done this is done this and i mean obviously having a some sort of structure is important but i think that also limits our creativity to the point where we like stop thinking about how how can we tell this in another way or how is that you know how can i actually I don't know, like bring everyone together and create something rather than me telling them what to do, you know? Like I love to right. to give, I don't know, uh, I edited a thing for, um, just for myself, like a day in Frankfurt. You can just, you know, it's like all on um, tripod. And I told a friend who like plays <clears throat> the piano, I told him like, you know, watch this movie or like this video is like three minutes uh, and just, you know, start on playing whatever comes into your mind with the with the piano. Like not even giving him like yeah let it make it make it like this or like go like Ludovico and Audi you know like or like Hans Zimmer just like go ahead man what what do you feel when you see this just play that and I'm gonna just put it under under the video you know so that's really cool that's a way uh, that's a cool way to uh, just kind of start something right and then you find it along the way exactly yeah do you, do you play the piano still or 
Uh, I mean, the piano gets played when I'm on it, but I wouldn't call myself a piano player. Uh, I definitely could use it and I know how to remember stuff, but um, yeah, I'm not really like a, 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 a piano player. Like I couldn't play like a song. I could just, I can play bits, you know, chords and notes mm-hmm. and stuff that sound cool, but not like a full thing. That's probably like on my bucket list is to actually just become a decent piano player. Yeah, on mine as well. Because I was wondering, maybe I will, I'll also like share the video with you and see what you come up with your electric stuff, you know. Maybe we can combine yeah. the piano and the electro together. I don't know. That would be cool too. Yeah, I'm always or, down to do I'll that. I'll send it to you once the piano thing is done and you can do like an electro mix to it or something. I don't know. Could do that. Yeah, it'd be actually really fun just because like, ah, that's the thing. Like with, you know, sort of being on the computer all the time being stuck here it's like i think this is like a time for creatives to flourish because we're all around to communicate and it's like there's so much time you can put towards something like playing the piano for somebody or sending somebody some art or making something together and it's like you can really co- collaborate and that's that's a really cool yeah. thing like that's a total upside to this yeah and as i said like that's the thing with this video for example i was not really going out for oh yeah it's gonna be like you know thoughtful whatever i'm just like i made the video i all i did is just honestly like record like put the camera on a tripod put it on the street and film like 15 20 seconds of that view and then move on didn't even really care how it looked like just you know a little bit of framing oh this looks cool okay great record button because I miss it a lot to 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 not think about what you do. You know, constantly in our lives we keep thinking about okay, what what is the next step? What is the next step? What is the next step? But with this, I you know had the day off. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go for this and that, this and that. And I'm pretty sure like I'm gonna do the same thing with Vancouver when I come visit at some point after all of this is kind of you know died down. Um, <laughs> but like I would love to like do that as well because. That that's honestly the happiest I felt because I didn't care about any gratification or any any you know um, I don't know like even in 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 art institute of Vancouver like when we were there it was always about recognition you know you could see who was doing what for what reason you know and I mean our friendships uh, like our f- group of friends was not necessarily that but at the same time uh, we looked at the gratification of teachers or like you know things like that but then I, I you know i start reflecting a little bit more and all of these great directors now they didn't look for gratification they just wanted to tell a story and they just did it you know what i mean like it's just something yeah I think about. <laughs> I don't know. they do their own thing right like they're they're they have their ideas they're setting out they're you know they're committing to it right like with or without a team and of course you need the team but what they're doing is like they're flying by the seat of their pants and they just have these ideas and they're going to execute it no matter what. And I think that's what makes them successful. Whereas, you know, someone who's in school or someone who seeks gratification, it's always like they're, they're, they're like stepping up to like a certain degree so that they can be like, okay, did I do it? And someone's like, yeah, you did it. And they're like, oh, okay. And then they go out and do something else a little bit higher, a little bit higher. But with like these directors or people who are successful storytellers, they are always doing that to themselves and they're never ever getting there like they're always just like out like on a quest and they're just telling the stories telling the stories making it like uh you know as they go there's there's no end goal it's just keep keep it flowing exactly because i mean obviously it's also fun because like think about it like if if you set your goal to say like i want to make the greatest movie ever like obviously you're not going to reach that in that way because there will be people not liking it there will be people who, who love it you know yeah and plus the greatest movies already been made jaws 3 
Exactly, and uh, the room. And the room, and um, you know, remember Blade how Runner, shocked so. we were, <laughs> Blade Runner. Remember when we were like watched the room and she's like, "I have cancer," and <laughs> we're like, "What? Like, what kind of drop is this?" Like, when when the mom tells the girl that she had con- cancer, out of the blue, yeah, just exactly. hey, I have cancer. Like, oh, guess, okay. Oh, like, what? what? <laughs> so wait a minute. Rewind. Rewind. And seeing they're playing football, like what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they go they go on the on on the meadows and play. And they all got show. a tux on. Exactly, and we're like, we get it. They're good friends, man. We understand. They're like inseparable, you know, like inseparable. Um, and my English yeah, actually started declining after I moved back to Germany. I have to say, that's weird, man. My German started increasing when you moved. So you that's know. because my German sucks, bro. <laughs> Never take me as an example for German language, honestly. That's fine, man. I mean, I, you could still do the Matthew McConaughey bits when we do another video. Oh, man. No. I actually sometimes still try to do those when I'm sitting in the car driving. Yeah, yeah. You're like thinking to yourself how good this I car think of is. Myself, got, how, how nice it how is to nice drive this car. Is when I drive the car. You got four things. Four things in my life is acting. Looking forward. More acting. <laughs> I don't know. All right, all right. So, do you want to hear uh, my lines? Like, my, my, my bit? Or do you want to hear the story where I got stood up? In, <laughs> in, uh, Dude, I, I feel like the, the stand-up thing could be its own bit. I want to hear this story right now. Okay. So this was in Vancouver before I moved. Um, so it was like what two thousand? It was way before. I moved. It was actually just after I grad. We graduated, so it was two thousand sixteen. <laughs> so nice. We graduated Throwback, in March. Right. Yeah. Actually had, no, May. May March. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. May we had the ceremony, right? But we finished in March. Okay, exactly. So it's so weird, man. I don't know, but it was actually a few, few, maybe a few days after. Um, we had the ceremony. Um, we uh, there was this girl I liked, and um, you know, I did everything to kind of hang out with her. So the plan was to go watch Captain America: Civil War together, and then she was like, "Yeah, um, let's. Uh, uh, is it okay if friends come?" So like, we made it to a group kind of thing. I was like, "Sure, why not?" Mm-hmm. Like in my head, I was like, "I don't care." Like, <laughs> my like if if people are there, but I get to see. That's all I need, you know. And then um. I didn't tell her that. I just thought of it, and then I, I, I was also at the same time I was trying to build my own Steadicam. So I had bought um, like pipes from Home Depot and and uh, pieces of wood, and and I couldn't make it home, so I had to take all of that in my backpack with me to the theater. And I arrive at the theater at the Cineplex in Kukutla, the VIP one. Oh yeah. Oh man, I can tell you these stories and you know exactly where I was because everyone else yeah. that I tell the story like who hasn't been to Vancouver wouldn't know. But um Yeah, you were at 49.5 latitude, 49.7 longitude. <laughs> yeah, go on. Um and then and then I was like uh waiting and the movie starts at 9:30 and I was there uh no, 9:40 and I was there at 9:35. So and I know this because it kind of brain like it, it burned like it was just 
it stuck in my brain the time because I was looking at the time and I thought I would be late. And I'm looking around and nobody's there. And I thought it's going to be a group of people. So I'm just going to look around, you know. So I'm texting that girl's like, hey, yo, where are you guys? Uh, I'm here at the theater and I can't see you. No answer. And I'm like, so like the movie starts at 940 and it's already 950. So like, where are you guys? Like, are you already in or are you outside? Because I, I, I can't see you guys. So I assumed actually that we're inside because she didn't check her phone and or text me back. So it turns out right. that that her dad's birthday was that same day. So she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. My dad's birthday was on. So we, so we, um, basically, yeah, we, we couldn't make it. We were at dinner. I'm like, you didn't know that your dad's birthday was today? Like, <laughs> you didn't know this? Like, when we planned this out thing? <laughs> what? Like, it's every year. It's the same day. And now, like, you want to tell me that you forgot about this day? Like, I'm, this is, this is stuff that I'm thinking right now. I'm not texting or saying these things. So then, um, I was like, okay, well, it's fine. Like, I'm just going to go home then. I'm just going to take the bus. She's like, no, no, no. Uh, wait, I'm, I'm, I'll come and pick you up. I'll come and pick you up. And then I was like, no worries. Like, I was a little pissed, of course. I was like, no worries. Like, I'm just going to take the bus back home. It's fine. And then when I took the bus from the station at the theater uh, to the uh, Coquitlam Center, to the bus loop, I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Actually, she should pick me up. And she should take me home. Like, she, you know, made me, she stood me up like this. So I told her, um to uh to come and pick me up at the bus loop and that I would wait at the Tim Hortons. I don't know if you, how well you know Kukudlum Center area. Uh no, I don't know that Tim Hortons is man. I I'm totally out of the story now. <laughs> Shoot. <But> anyways, <laughs> that's, I mean it's the Tim Hortons in every corner anyway. So anyways, I, I decided to go to the Tim Hortons uh and then told her like I'll be here, I'll be waiting there because it was quite well, it was it was warm in the day, but fairly cold in the evenings, and I only had yeah. a t-shirt, and and it was just really bad. So I I told her that she could pick me up from there. She's like, sure. Uh, I just have to ask my mom if I can get the car. I'm like, Jesus, man! Like, oh my god! Why? What is this? Like, like just dragging you along. Honestly, I'm just like, okay, then let me know if you get the car or not, because my last bus goes like at one a.m. or so, and this is now ten thirty. You know, I'm back at the. The bus stop, and I walk over to the Tim Hortons, and then, and then, uh, she like doesn't reply, and then to me saying, telling her to let me know if she gets a car or not. Then I'm an hour later, eleven thirty. I'm just like, okay, are you on your way yet? No reply. At twelve thirty, I'm just saying, okay, like, I'm still at the Tim Hortons. <laughs> are you coming? <laughs> No reply at one a.m. I'm just like, okay, guess I guess I'm gonna take the, the 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 the, ta- the cap. So I went mm-hmm. to take the cap and I drove. I got home, and then I te- texted her. I was like, don't worry about it. I took the cap and I'm home now. And then the next day she texts me and she's like, okay. And that's oh. the story. <laughs> Thank, lady. <laughs> person that i used to like and then stopped at that very moment so basically that's kind of what happened you know bro so did you end up watching captain america bro yeah later on okay good that's really that's what's important here anyway yeah but the movie sucks. <laughs> dude that sucks 
Yeah, I mean, oh my god. These stories, people are just like, why did you wait until 1 a.m.? I was like, I don't know. I thought like she's on her way, and imagine I would not be there, and then she's like, yo, where are you? Or like, imagine, I don't know, she had an accident or something. Because then I even asked, like, is everything all right with your family? Because it was kind of weird that you that you didn't answer and everything. I thought something went wrong, like the day after, you know, after she said okay, and she was like, no, everything is fine. I'm like, bro, I gave you a chance. I gave you a chance just now to say like, oh, this and that, this and that, this and that. Jesus, like what the fuck? I was well, like you know, shocked, man. I was shooketh. When you're in love, you know the things you'll do, like waiting in a Tim Hortons for her. The the hot chocolate was pretty good though. Hey, there you go. You know, See? One thing. Look at that. <laughs> man, this sob story brought to you by Tim Hortons hot chocolate. Get one now for one thirty nine ninety nine. <laughs> oh man. Wait, that means one hundred and forty dollars. Never mind. But if you order now, you get it for. <laughs> we'll throw in a Timbit. One. <laughs> you oh, sack man. of shit. I, I miss Timbits, man. But you know, this <laughs> happened again. This happened again at one point. No. Because I, I didn't learn. So <laughs> the same girl, and I was, you know, I'm, I was like madly in love with this person, okay? Like, not madly oh, in love, no. let's say, let's say crush. I had a crush on her, like, really bad. And I was like, you know what? Yeah. You know, if I don't do this now, I will regret it. So I was like, you know what? Let's go to Star Wars Episode Eight. And she was a huge Star Wars fan. But this time, mm. she was like, sure, I'm going to bring a friend. Like, obviously, I know she doesn't want anything from me, but I don't care. I just want that one-time movie theater feeling with her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I, I, I told her that we would go. And she told me, like, yeah, let's go to Silver City. Okay? So yep. now you know who what Silver City is, right? Yep. So what theater is the Silver City? That's uh, Metrotown, right? Exactly, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, and I'm like, you know, super stoked. And I even went earlier to, to, to pick up the tickets and everything. And I paid for them and all of that. <sighs> Showed up at the Silver City. Comes like, a, this is going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I'm so, I'm like, yo, this is so going to happen. Like, this is, nothing can stop us. So, you know, I wait there at the entrance. And she's like, we're here. Where are you? I'm like, here upstairs she's like upstairs question mark i'm like yeah upstairs she's like what do you mean upstairs there's no upstairs here i'm like wait a minute what theater are you in she's like kukutlam vip and i'm like are you fucking kidding me you said silver city yeah but that's what i meant but when we say silver city in tri cities or like well she was from maple ridge when we say silver city we meant we mean we mean kukutlam vip i'm like why don't you what? just why don't you just say Kukutlam man like what the heck I'm like all the way like and that was the time when I still lived in Port Mooney right so I went all the way to freaking Metro Town man took me took me an hour anyway and uh, and then I was like there's no way I can make it on time for the show showtime there and she's like oh man that sucks and I'm like yeah it sucks really and then <laughs> we did go to Dunkirk though <laughs> we did go watch Dunkirk too. okay hey there you go <laughs> and like uh friends. Okay, and that's good. Yeah, at least something. So, you, yeah, you know, and were you guys married now? You got a kid? No. <laughs> Nothing happened after Dunkirk, really. Oh. In fact, actually, more random things that happened with her is that she started texting me all of a sudden. I'm like, whoa, man, like, what, what's happening? And she sends oh, me like, so like and everything. Oh, so she was like on some other guy and he fell through. Exactly. So I'm just like, cool. Like she's like texting me you now. Like this is like the dream, right? 
Yeah. <laughs> it's like other people dream of like, you know, great jobs and like, you know, like world peace. And it's like, wow, my crush texts me back. That's awesome. Like she initiated it. The, 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 she sent me a meme uh, about Pokemon and I was like, cool. And she she sent, um, she, we kind of got talking about this and she, uh, um, what happened? I was like, oh yeah, um, well, you're the craziest Pokemon fan I know because she was a huge one. And then she's like, yeah, tell me about it. Um, <laughs> she's like, um, people are, ma- she was like, people making fun of me. I was like, who would make fun of you? She's like, my BF. Uh, I'm, I'm like, BF uh, question mark? Boyfriend question mark? And I sent her that. <laughs> Question mark, question mark, question mark. I was, I was like, I was like Just holding BF, down the button. BF as in boyfriend, question mark? She's like, yeah, my boyfriend. And then she got on and on and on. I was like, yo, man, you're, you're just texting me this. So I kind of, you know, don't talk to you. Because I did, okay. And I did actually ask if she wanted to hang out again. But at that point, I was not really like, hoping for anything. But then she like drops that bomb on me. And I'm like, do you have, she's like boyfriend and stuff like that. Because in my head, I was like, best friend? maybe <laughs> please we don't we say bf that means best friend you know yeah and i mean imagine i said bf do you mean best friend like that would be so condescending because obviously it's not best friend yeah you just hit her right back like yeah me and my bf we hang out all the time and then she's like what like, yeah my best friend <laughs> you know <laughs> you know see what i'm talking about yeah, lady come on yeah and um well that's actually kind of when i kind of really stopped but it, it's really hard like obviously she wanted to make a point like obviously like yeah, i'm i'm dating or i'm seeing someone else and stuff like that but like uh do yeah the right way, done that from know? the, the yeah, first time exactly, man like yeah. oh my god yeah it's it's pretty awkward you know i haven't i hadn't well, seen her afterwards pretty much do you still talk to her i congratulated her to her birthday yes Okay. Same day, right? Same day every year. Should she know that? <laughs> I'm like, are you are you still gonna pick me up or? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, I was in the shower. I'll be right there. Just well, like, yeah, I'm at the Tim Hortons. Like to this day. Yeah, I mean, honestly, think about it. If I could write these scenes down, and it would be great. It would make a movie. People would like go super cringe, probably seeing that, watching that scene. But actually, be like, man, I actually can relate to this so much. Because probably all of us have done that at one point, you know, gone so far for a person and be so oblivious to the truth, you know, Dude, like yeah, all of us. You're blinded, right? You're yeah, just yeah. like, you, you want it to be one way so bad that yeah. you, you're just willing to bend the reality, Basically. you know, like, and oh, also like she, yeah, she went to the other theater. That's probably fine. Meanwhile, she's at home like, haha, we're here. Honestly, oh, whoops. Like, that could be it, honestly. I mean, obviously... She says, now that I think about it, that's so crazy, isn't it? Like, psycho, like, saying Silver City, making me go all the way to that. And then pretending to be in the, at the other theater. Like, imagine that was the truth. I don't know what's the mm-hmm. truth, because I didn't see her. I didn't see a picture, you know? Like, I didn't know. Like, I- No, no. <laughs> Jesus. You know, and then you'd be like, hey, drop the pin. Like, drop your location. Where you at? And then it just, you know, you get left on <laughs> delivered until, like, next Friday. Like, hey, sorry, my phone died. How was the movie? Ah! You know, <laughs> I actually didn't go watch the movie. I actually did. Sorry, it was not episode eight. It was it was Rogue One, Star Wars Rogue One, and I actually decided oh, not to watch the okay. Star Star Wars Rogue One until like two th- years later. <laughs> I was refusing to watch it. 
<laughs> Have you considered that maybe she just wants to watch bad movies? Like maybe you just got to take her to a really bad movie and then she'll go. Actually, no. Because that, I mean, that's how I go to movies, you know? <laughs> Have people showed up? Um, yeah, one time. I mean, in my case, it, it went to the point where I went to La La Land. I watched La La Land alone in the theater. Like, I really? I thought we all saw that. La La Land? Didn't we go to the movies and... Watch La La Land together? Oh, man, I totally thought we saw that with like a couple of the film school buddies. We watched other movies. Maybe it was. We watched Bakira 6. Oh, that's right. We did watch that one too. Yeah. Like, that's the one I remember actually. It was right at the beginning of our studies. But La La Land was after. It was the year we graduated, but it was in December. And I remember watching it the first time I watched it alone. The second time I watched it with my friends. And I watched it the third time also because it was such a good movie. (laughs) I watched it three times in the theater. Three times in the theater. Oh my God, man. That's awesome. But like. What was um, like. Yeah. The last movie like you saw in the theater before like COVID, like just I off the top of your head, do you know? Tenant. Oh yeah, was it good? Mm, um, uh. It's 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 a cool movie, cool cool thing, but like, uh, it's just the characters are just not really cool, you know. Like the main character, and I I a lot of people argue that that's that's you know that's what Nolan wanted to do and I'm like okay fine like let him do what he wants it's Nolan anyway like he can do whatever he wants anyway but you know like yeah. after so many emotional movies where characters were so fleshed out like in Interstellar in Dunkirk like all of his movies the characters were like still central to his story not necessarily like Quentin Tarantino you know like where he like his characters are like larger than life and like like make the story but like they did add to the atmosphere a lot, but in Tenet it was just very dry and and I couldn't really feel for the protagonists because he was called the protagonist. He didn't have a name, man. Like he they just called him the protagonist, and he was like, okay, great, awesome, thank you for the fourth wall breaking. Yeah, you know, and then they're like, now we bring in the soundtrack by Hans Zimmer, and they say that he in didn't. The movie. He did not do the soundtrack for Tenet. Oh yeah, that's probably why it sucked. Here you go. <laughs> probably. <laughs> He should have taken the girl to that movie, dude. Although, uh, you got to give it to all the special effects and all of that, because apparently, I don't know how to measure it, but apparently the CGI in that movie is less than in a romantic comedy. And that's the cool thing about uh, Nolan. He does a lot of practical and miniature stuff that looks realistic when you film it. Dude, I read that about um, Inception. He actually bent Spain in half for that one scene. He actually pulled up the land and folded the entire city so that it looked cool on camera. You sure it wasn't miniature or anything? No, no, like people died, you know. <laughs> oh my god. By the way, it was France, but it's okay. Don't worry about it. The movie or the place, yeah, France, Spain, he's bent the it's whole thing. Europe, man. Europe was upside down for like half a day. It was like irreparable damage. Oh my god. I remember that they actually <laughs> <laughs> I woke up on the ceiling. It was very weird. I was bleeding out of my head now. But um, actually, you know, another thing to add between Rogue One and Civil War, what happened with me and her, um, she came to Germany, actually. Uh, and and, and, and then I, I picked her up from the airport and we went, uh, we hung out. And actually, you know, I was like, because uh, we knew each other from my boarding school, but we didn't study together. So she came after I left. But we went, we, oh, yeah. we, we met in Vancouver because... Uh, 
we had um, we had the uh, what do you call it uh, mutual friends mm-hmm. and uh, she ended well then I invited her over and she came and in my head I was like you know playing out obviously like yeah like she's gonna stay here for a few days and I, I can show her around in Frankfurt and stuff like that you know make her fall in love with me like the the, the 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 usual right like the thing that people think would actually be happening and then yeah. she didn't she she only took a shower and then we went to the graduation of my school and she took off with other people so <laughs> there's still a chance man who knows uh, i mean honestly rogue one happened after that oh <laughs> so, like, I man really, yeah for this one i really went out all the way like seriously i was just anyway. you know like wayne grisky says man you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take so that's true one keep time shooting. you don't look at the eggs before buying them you will have a cracked one 100 oh my god yeah that happened to my buddy it happened to me like I, one time, I didn't look. I, I like I, I looked. I, I bought eggs and I didn't look in inside the um, the package. I got home and I was like two cracked eggs. Bam. Like it's always a hundred percent sure that it's gonna like you will have cracked eggs when you are like not looking inside the box. What's in the box? Well, yeah, exactly. It's like seven. <laughs> exactly. You might I find a head like... or not. There could be an egg. There could be a bouncy ball, dude. You don't know until you bite into it. <laughs> but when you feel well, I remember seeing people like, like saying that they were like, why do people go up to the, the egg counter or whatever? And like, they open up the, the, the carton, like they're making a drug deal. Like, what is that? Why is it so, why are they open up the carton? And everyone's like, dude, it's so, you know, you check for cracked eggs. And they're like, oh, <laughs> I thought it was like some secret, like, no one knows about this club where it's like there's somebody stashing drugs in these things. It's like, no, dude, you're just checking to make sure they're fine. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, what do you think? Where do you are? Like, where you are? Like, a movie? Like, you open it up. It's like Pulp Fiction. You're like, oh, like the, the, the glow comes out yeah. of the box. Everyone's like, yeah, this is the one, dude. And this is yeah. this is the box. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, man. Oh, man. Well, I mean, this is uh, basically the story of me and hopeless uh, being a hopeless romantic. And that's actually part of this bit as well that I wrote down. Because I have a lot of stories. <laughs> I really have, Good. To, I have to check on my uh, ro- romance uh, compass. Yeah, man. I can't wait to uh, see the short stories make it into like a, you know, a Barnes and Noble or like a, you know, a, a bookstore. And then it gets adapted into a movie. And then you play the character called the protagonist. <laughs> And then go back in time to change time. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. It's going to be insane. Oh, man. Well, I mean, I'm also, like, still interested in script writing. And I have an idea, actually. And I'm kind of not really in the process of writing process of writing it. But I really want to. And it's going to be, like, um, an Office-esque TV show. Mm, yeah. Like a mockumentary, basically. Um, about... Uh, boarding boarding school students. Oh, cool! So, like, have that drama of a fifteen, fourteen, uh, or like no, eighteen and seventeen year old person, but also like funny moments, and it's all going to be like recorded mocu- like a mockumentary style. And I'm gathering the thing I want to have with this project is to have it to be really fun. So, like, I want to have it on location as well. Like, I would go to my old old school, my old boarding boarding school. And have it on that location 
maybe even like the actors would be current students there um and then have like a crew of like two camera guys you know a few people um friends just to have some fun recording stuff and then edit it with a lot of joy you know i might actually i'm i'm considering like people that i have fun working with like not like they don't have to be necessarily good with whatever they they are with whatever they are but like just have fun and just want to do this project so maybe you can put on the horn or the party hat on this horse at some point mm -hmm. i'll let you know for sure if, if it takes off that would be fun man yeah that would be cool like you know that's the that's that thing where it's like you know it doesn't matter how good it looks how professional your gear is shoot it with an iphone if you got to just if you got like a funny story or like a cool concept like yeah man just do it yeah that's true that's that's kind of the idea as well kind of just to go mm -hmm. back to the roots but because before before film school and before all of these big things what we had was basically um you know just recording with our phone cameras and have like stupid stories with like bad effects but it was still like the heart was at the right place oh man yeah when i started as a kid like my parents had this little like digital photo camera that had like a video mode but it didn't have a microphone so any video i made had to have like i don't know like three days grace on it or like you know oh, some crazy some like old like 2000s rock because it was oh. like that's all i could put on it man That was amazing. Those days, man. They will stay in our hearts forever. Hey, man. It's a formative years, man. It's where we got to, or it's how we got to where we are now, you know? Yeah, it's true. Well, bro, it's been an hour now. I think I'm just gonna wrap it up because I don't cool. have another two-hour episode. And I think if we don't stop now, we'll have that in case. But Thank you so much for your time. Honestly, I know it's very early there and I also made you wait a little bit there. But That's fine, dude. It's actually like 1 p.m. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's a, all good. It's a Monday. I don't know if you're busy or not, but thank you so much. I really uh, appreciate it. It was also awesome catching up with you. Thanks for yeah, uh, having interest in being part of this podcast and the episode. And I'm sure, I know for sure, this is not the last time I'll have you as a guest again because I don't know when I have cool people, I always get them back. So... Yeah, well, yeah. and you know, if uh, the audience wants it, you know, uh, we can, <laughs> you can talk to my agent. We can probably book another one. <laughs> oh, you know what? That actually happened in one of my podcasts. I recorded, <laughs> I recorded this and, and, and unfortunately for some reason there was no sound on, on the recording and then I wanted to edit that. And I told that person like, sorry, um, like the, the, the audio didn't record, like, can we record another episode maybe? And that person was like, hmm, yeah, well maybe if I have time, I'm like, okay like sorry like uh well we're not comfortable like in the in the in, in the in the podcast like no no i i was I, i was fine it's just you know when you put so much effort and hope that it's something good but then this comes turns out and you know i feel the mo i don't have more i'm not motiv motivated enough to do another one and i'm just like oh jesus like what do you like what like this podcast is not big like not a lot of people listen to this obviously but like It's not about that anyway. It's just about hanging out and talking about things and just you now making it casual and see what 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 two friends can talk about, you know? And I thought it was yeah. because we we're friends, but like turns out that was not that person's real intentions either. Like yeah. And I was like sorry that that turned out this way and I I didn't mean to waste your time, but 
you know, this is then this is it. Like, I'm not going to ask you again for an episode if you react like this. So yeah, he kind of no. that person kind of pulled off that whole, you know, my manager stuff kind of. <laughs> like it basically. You're like, well, fine then. You can stay at Tim Hortons. I'm not picking you up. <laughs> you know what? I would still go and pick them up. <laughs> I'm that kind of person. Oh. I'm that kind of person. Uh. I good, was person. Too nice. good person. Good yeah, person. I was too nice. I always go the, go the extra mile for people. Did yeah, or the extra mile for a re-recorded podcast. But yeah, I'd love to come back if there's uh, there's another opportunity or another topic or some other stuff we could get into. It'd be fun to chat about Matthew McConaughey and yeah. and uh, you know, film and video stuff. games and stuff. We should also video game yeah. actually another day. Think about maybe see if we have like common games or something. Yeah, sure. Obviously, we could do video that. Games um, also unite people. Yeah, dude, I, dude, I'm like getting old. I still think the PS4 is new. I'm like, I gotta get one of those. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, did you know that PS5 is already out? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not convinced the PS5 is real, man. The shortages and everything yeah, honestly, that people are man, going through. It's, it's a hoax. It's like, it's, it's a really long-winded April Fool's joke. It is, man, it is. Oh, man, Harrison, thank you so much again. Um, is there anything, dude, Ilker, the last no words you want to you wanna share with the audience? No, uh, pretty much just psyched to be a part of this and chatting with you is awesome as always, like it used to be. Um, hope we can do another one of these. Um, but yeah, you know, it's just thanks for uh, listening. If you made it this far, uh, it's been a lot of fun. I can only concur. Thank you so much for listening and uh, stay tuned and volume up to the next episode. Also follow this podcast, smash that like button, share these episodes, guys, you know, make this thing go viral. Maybe we should find also like a cool name for the episode to make it really like controversial and viral. Maybe like a gamer tag. <laughs> or, yeah. you know, Among Us 3 a.m. phone call. <laughs> but shh. <laughs> it's like an hour of silence. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so anyway, see you guys. Or, well, not see you, but you hear us and then, you know, laugh. <laughs> Bye. It was amazing to catch up with my friend Harrison. If you liked his tunes, be sure to check out his tracks on Spotify, Apple Music and YouTube Music by the name of Rizonam. So it's spelled R-I-S-O-N-A-M. And also he sells his tunes on rizonam.bandcamp.com. So yeah, there are links in the description as well. So be sure to check it out and enjoy this track, Child with a Computer by Rizonam. Take care, stay tuned and volume up.